In today's class, we're going to begin the Malacha of Bishul, of cooking. Uh, it's the 11th Malacha of the 49 malach, 39 Malachas which are forbidden on Shabbos, the Biblical Malachas. The concept of Bishul literally means cooking, but cooking does not necessarily mean only cooking. It means anytime you change the substance through heat, is considered the malach of cooking. It could be cooking, frying, baking, roasting. It doesn't matter. Anytime you change something through heat is the malach of bishul. We find bishul was done in the Beis Hamikdash in the Mishkan when they used to cook the dyes, the herbs and the things to make the various dyes in the Mishkan. And therefore, the concept of bishul is a biblical malacha. Malacha of Bishul applies both to solids, like foods, and liquids. But the cooking process is either for hardening something or softening something. It is still under the category of Bishul, providing you change the substance of the object. Bishul itself is usually done when it's directly with fire or a substance which was heated with fire. For instance, if somebody wants to cook meat in a pot, that is cooking the meat. Placing a piece of meat into an oven on Shabbos, even though the oven is turned off, but the oven is still hot, and the oven would be able to cook the food or bake the food, it would still be forbidden on Shabbos. Now, what is the category of Bishel? In other words, when is something considered cooked? So we have the difference in halacha between solids and liquids. Solids, our sages tell us, are considered cooked when there was called Michael ben Rusoi. There's a certain gangster by the name of ben Rusoi who was very busy and he never had time to get his food well done. So he would heat his food partially raw. There's an argument in the Rishonim whether Michael ben Rusoi means half-cooked or a third cooked. And therefore, when it comes to the biblical malach of Bishel on Shabbos, we need to be machmed, which means that if somebody cooks food a third of the way, it is considered Bishel on Shabbos. I must add that if somebody takes food which was, let's say, half cooked and continues cooking it on Shabbos, it is also the concept of Bishel. But as long as somebody cooks food, that it becomes edible. And the definition of edible in this case is for this Bendurusoy, this gangster that's called the Michael Bendurusoy, the food that Bendurusoy ate. So then the din is, is considered actually cooking, and the person would be biblically uh, desecrating Shabbos with the Malach of Bichel. What happens when it comes to liquids? So the din of liquids is Bichel when it becomes what's called Yat Seledesbe. Yatza Ledesbe is defined in many different ways. Some poskim write it means that the stomach of a baby a day old would get burnt. Other poskim write that if you stick your hand in it, you'd have to pull back your hand. You wouldn't be able to leave your hand in it. In modern day, poskim write that this is approximately 110 degrees. You have to keep in mind, boiling is 212 degrees. But if somebody heats up liquid on Shabbos, that it becomes 110 degrees, that is considered Bishel on Shabbos. 
And by the way, it's not that hot, like we said. It's approximately half of what boiling the water would be. So for solid food, if you cook it, take something raw, and you cook it half a third or midway, that is considered cooking on Shabbos. So if somebody takes a piece of chicken that normally would take an hour to cook it properly, if somebody cooks the chicken 20 minutes or half an hour, that is considered cooking on Shabbos. If somebody takes any liquid, heats it up to the Yatza Letters Bay, which is again 110 degrees, or between 40 and 45 degrees Celsius, then it is considered cooking on Shabbos. Not only is it forbidden to cook on Shabbos, but if somebody hastens the cooking process, it also becomes forbidden on Shabbos for cooking. For instance, if your food is cooking on a stove and somebody would stir or mix the food, the mixing or the stirring process hastens the cooking, and therefore that would also be forbidden on Shabbos. Just the mere fact you're stirring a pot would be considered bishal on Shabbos. Not only that, but if somebody covers a pot which is uncovered, and they cover it on Shabbos, and the food was not completely cooked, that is also considered cooking on Shabbos. Which could be a very practical din. Sometimes you have food on the stove before Shabbos, it's not completely cooked, and then when Shabbos begins, you realize that you didn't cover the pot. So to put the cover on the pot on Shabbos would be considered cooking on Shabbos because the fact that you cover the pot causes the heat that comes up from the food to hit the pot cover and to go back down into the food that hastens the cooking process and it's similar to the concept of mixing or stirring a pot. So anytime a food was uncooked and you do anything in the process to make it cook quicker or sooner is considered cooking on Shabbos. That's why the same thing would apply. What happens if somebody has food that was half cooked or even three quarters cooked and they want to put it onto the fire on Shabbos would again be forbidden for cooking because again you are continuing the cooking process, hastening the cooking process and it would be forbidden. If somebody had food, let's say, within the inside the oven and the oven is on and before Shabbos began the food is in the oven but the oven door was left open. For somebody to close the oven door would be considered cooking on Shabbos and it would be forbidden because again it's hastening the cooking process. What happens if somebody wants to warm food? And they want to warm food and they want to put it onto the fire or something for a few minutes. It's still rabbinically forbidden to do that. Because the Chachamim said that by doing that, you might come to forget the pot on the fire and it might get hot. And by becoming hot, it could come to the level of Bishel, so it would be forbidden also. So therefore, people need to be careful that anything that on Shabbos would be hastening the cooking process is biblical cooking on Shabbos if the food is not completely cooked. If the food is completely cooked, we'll get to that later on in the classes to discuss the difference between food which is completely cooked or not completely cooked. But again, food which is not completely cooked, that you continue cooking, or raw food that was not cooked, 
and you cook it a third or halfway is considered cooking on Shabbos. Anything that you do to hasten the cooking process, and to hasten the frying process, broiling process, baking process, in all these cases would be considered cooking on Shabbos if the food was not completely cooked before you did these acts. It's very important when it comes to the dinam of Bishul to know what has the ability to cook and what doesn't have the ability to cook. And to explain this, halacha goes through the various different, what's called vessels. You have what's called klirishin, klisheni, klishlishi, and so on. Klirishin means a pot that was on the fire and was cooked on the fire, and the pot is still hot. A klirishin means the pot was on the fire, cooking on the fire, and it's still hot. That pot, even if it's removed from the fire, but it's still hot enough that it has the ability, that it's still yatsa lettuce, but it's over 110 degrees, the din is that pot has the ability to cook. So for instance, if somebody will take a pot of water, boil it up on the fire before Shabbos, and then he takes it off the fire before Shabbos, and the pot is still hot, the water is still hot to yatsa lettuce, but and somebody would put in a raw piece of chicken or any raw food, doesn't matter what it is, that food would become cooked on Shabbos. Because a klirishin, again, which is the pot that was directly on the fire, even if it's removed from the fire, but it's still yad seledizbei, it's still hot enough that it's 110 degrees, it has the ability to cook most things, with very few exceptions, even though it's off the fire. The two exceptions to that would be raw meat cannot cook in a pot that is off the fire and certain types of salt, but salt is another exception that we'll see according to the Alter Rebbe. So anytime a pot which was on the fire became hot and you remove it from the fire, it still has the ability to cook as long as it is Yatsaledizbei, and therefore if a person would put in any food into that pot whatsoever, that food would become cooked, and therefore the din would be that you transgress the sin of cooking on Shabbos. In addition to that, as we will learn later, the food becomes forbidden to eat also. Because if somebody cooks on Shabbos, in most cases, the food would become forbidden to eat, sometimes forever, sometimes forbidden to eat on Shabbos and would be permitted after Shabbos, and these didn't we were going to discuss in a later class. Then you have something that's called klisheni. Klisheni means not the pot that was on the fire, but if you take from the pot that was on the fire and you pour it into another pot, that pot becomes what's called, that glass or pot becomes what's called a klisheni. So, for instance, if somebody has a kettle that's on the fire or an urn, because it's even if it's electric, the fact that it's plugged in, it has a din as if it would be cooked with fire. So, if somebody takes from a kettle or, or from an urn and pours it into another vessel, that vessel is called klisheni, the second vessel. It's not the pot that's on the fire, but a klisheni is the pot that you poured from the pot that was on the fire 
into this other pot. Klisheni, as we will soon discuss, has many things that are able to become cooked in a klisheni, and certain things cannot become cooked in a klisheni. What we know in halacha, that halacha is clear about, liquids, according to, to the Alter Rebbe, any liquids cannot become cooked in a klisheni. So if somebody, let's say, would pour cold water into a klisheni, that water is not becoming cooked. If somebody would pour cold water into a klirishin, that water could become cooked as long as the klirishin is yatzeledebe, it's still 110 degrees. Klisheni cannot cook any liquids whatsoever. And certain spices can also not become cooked in a klisheni. And therefore, as we will learn, most things are halachically forbidden to put into a klisheni. Just one more thing in this class, and then we'll continue in the next class of Mirchashem to discuss other dinam abishal. Between the klishin and the klisheni, the obvious question is, we mentioned that a klisheni, as long as it's 110 degrees, could cook. But a klisheni cannot cook liquids. That means it's a very interesting concept. You can have a klirishin that's 150 degrees can cook liquid. And a klisheni might be 275, I mean, I'm sorry, 175 degrees and it can't cook. Why is it a klirishin as long as it was on the fire, and as, as long as it's still yatsa, let us be 110 degrees, it has the ability to cook, and a klisheni at 175 degrees does not have the ability to cook. And one of the explanations of this is very interesting. The klisheni that was cooking on the fire, the walls became heated up from the fire. And therefore, because the walls of the pot are heated up, even when it's removed from the fire, still has the ability to cook. The klisheni, on the other hand, the walls never became hot from the fire. You only poured the food or the liquid from the klisheni into the klisheni, and therefore, because the walls are not that hot, the heat is not that much retained, and therefore it doesn't have the ability to cook, even though the degrees of the klisheni are hotter than the degrees of the klidishin. In the Mitzvah in the next class, we will continue in the dinam of klidishin and klisheni.